And now on the Business Radio X Network, another exciting episode with Jamie Overturf in Connecting Tucson with Jamie. All right. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Connecting Tucson with Jamie Overturf, where we are focusing on connecting our community and our local businesses right here in Tucson, Arizona. Today, we have two very special guests in the Stuart Title Studios, and I cannot wait for you to get to know them. So I guess we jump right in. To my right, I have the wonderful Becky Wislaski. Did yes. I? Oh, yes, I <laughs> did it, it right. It's going to be Becky from moving forward. <laughs> That's um, fine. But thank you so much for being here, Becky. Well, I appreciate you coming me. in. Wonderful. And beside Becky, we have John Wilfert. Hello, John, and Hello. welcome to the studios. Well, thank you so much. A little easier to pronounce there for you. A little bit, but you're still going to be just John. That's fine. Just John <laughs> is just do it. That's fine. I can handle that. All right. So, um, Becky, if you're all right, I'd like to go ahead and start with you. Is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. Okay, you may not have known this, but it, it was going to happen anyway. So even if you said no, I was still going to start okay. with you. <laughs> you didn't really have a choice, Becky, is what she's telling you right now. Exactly. At least somebody gets it. All right, we'll start off with something easy. Um, first off, Becky, you used to be a, a, you're a personal trainer, a stretch therapist, and a soon-to-be licensed massage therapist. You were originally from Green Bay, Wisconsin. We're not going to hold that against you. We're not? Why no. not? Come on no, now. Because huh? land of cheese. Land of and cheese, I, but I land, cheese of Aaron, Aaron <laughs> land of Aaron Rodgers. Land of Aaron Rodgers. All right. And you moved to Tucson four years ago, um, and that's when you actually started working as a personal trainer, and you realized at that point you missed the gym. Yes. Right? But you weren't always a personal trainer. I was not. Okay. What did you do before you became a personal trainer? So before I was a personal trainer, I worked as a veterinary technician. I worked at a couple of clinics back home and then a couple of clinics out here, mostly with small animals. Uh, large animals were more my passion, but job-wise, I ended up in the small animal field. Um, I enjoyed it a lot, learned a lot, met some great people, but it just decided it wasn't for me anymore. Um, and then I got back into the fitness world, which is kind of where I originally started because I played hockey my entire life. So, Okay. So veterinary tech, personal trainer, I can see some similarities there. I can see some, too. She wanted to go from working on animals to working on people and helping them grow. <laughs> and everybody is similar. The anatomy is not too different. So why, why the jump? Why go from a veterinary tech technician to a personal trainer? Um, well, my entire life, I kind of wanted to be in the fitness world, working with people and that. Uh, I think I just got a little burnt out in the, after a while because I was constantly in the gym training for hockey and that. Um, what sparked my interest with the animals was more... I got horseback riding lessons when I was nine for my birthday, and that love of horses never went away. <laughs> Equestrian, uh, wow. right? Yeah. So, okay. So, so you, you know how to ride horses. I do, yeah. <laughs> do you have your own horse? I used to. Unfortunately, she passed away a couple years ago. Oh. Um, but you know what? The gym has kind of saved me and got me back on a good path. Gotten you where you need to go. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that that's an obvious change that seemed very natural to you. So... I may be the only one that might not know what this is, but what exactly is a personal trainer? What do you do? Because I'll, I'll be honest, here's what I'm picturing. You know those uh, advertisements that have the gyms on there like, mm -hmm. just do it. You're standing behind somebody, <laughs> one more. 
pump it up. I see you back there, like raising your hands and raising your voice. Is that kind of what a personal trainer is? Or I mean, <laughs> I mean it depends on the personal trainer. That's not really my style. Okay. You know, I like to use some encouraging words and, you know, you know, at times I get get after him a little bit, but um, that's not totally my style. Uh, for me, um, as a personal trainer, I focus a lot on movement. Um, okay. So we do. I do a lot more functional training. So we don't have at the gym amount. We don't have a lot of the big machines that everybody's familiar with. We have a lot of open space. Um, we have cables that we use a lot. My personal favorite is the slide board because it goes back to my hockey days. <laughs> slide board. Is that where you're standing on the board and you're sliding back and forth like uh, you're ice skating? It's like a skating motion, yep. <laughs> okay. You kind of look like you're almost trying to work out back in the 60s and 70s <laughs> as a disco purpose sliding back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I don't think I've ever used that machine, and I think that's a good thing because <laughs> if you ever knew me, I am accident prone and I need to be right wrapped in bubble wrap. So but. that's why you're in the insurance business. Now we know. We got it. Exactly. We figured this out. Exactly. You know this. I have to make sure I'm okay. That's that's the thing. Okay. So but what specifically does a personal trainer do? What what are they what are are, are you hired? Do you are you part of a ensemble? What is what is that? So for me, I'm an independent trainer, so I have my own business, uh, but I work out of another gym. Okay. So I rent the space there. Um, so my clients come there to see me and we train at that gym um, it's actually a personal friend of mine who's also been a great mentor of mine Jamie Lynch who I uh, love the name owns it um, he just opened it here in August so that's kind of what pushed me to finally get started do it for myself and start building my own clientele okay wonderful so in when we first met you also mentioned you're a stretch therapist so what's yes. the difference I guess or are they the same thing just a little so I think they kind of, they go hand in hand. It's two different modalities, but they go great hand in hand. Um, I'm sure you see a lot of the massage envy stretch therapy stuff, which is where I got my start with it. Um, so basically with the stretch therapy, the client lays on the table. We have uh, portable massage tables that we use, um, and it's all passive stretching. So the client just has to lay there, relax. I will manipulate all the limbs. Um, I check for trigger points. I stretch the muscles. Um, so I'll be sitting there pulling on your legs, your arms. <laughs> that sounds fabulous, actually. Yeah, it feels well, I like, really good. You got to try it. I like the part that you just lay there and she does all yeah, the work. I want the I personal the trainer that trains for me that does all the work so I can just <laughs> lay there. their body, Yeah, right? exactly. That's, exactly That's what I want. I don't want the work. I just want the body. Yeah, exactly. I think we all... Is there a magic pill? Is that the... No? No, there is no such thing. It does involve work. Oh. <laughs> Somebody needs to invent that, John. I, I wished I could help you. She's exactly right. There are no magic pillows. Our society has gone to a microwave society, and everybody thinks they can pop everything in the microwave, but there's no, no substitute for hard work and when you want to look good and feel good. That is true. So you obviously do a couple of different things. So what type of services do you offer? Uh, so I do the personal training. All my sessions are one hour, one-on-one, -on -one, or you can bring a friend in, train with your friend. Oh, uh, <laughs> is that the same price, or is it a different price if you bring a friend in, though? Oh, price is the same. Um, oh. So if you want to split the cost with a friend, that's great. So you just charge for the hour? So I just charge for the hour. Um, okay. I like to cap it off, though, at two or three. I don't want to get more than that. I like to give everyone their own personal attention, even if you do come in with a friend. Nice. 
Um, and you know, everybody's different. So your friend may have, you know, these things we need to work on while you might have something else to work on. So I just want to make sure we, you know, can do that for both of you. So I don't like to have too big of a group, but I know everybody likes to do things with their friends. So (laughs) So you're giving a little bit of a personal touch and make sure you kind of train them. So prior to taking on a client, do you meet with them to find what their style is, what their needs are, or how does that work? Yeah. So the first time we meet, it's on the house. So no charge for the first time. I'll sit down with you, kind of talk about your goals, what you're looking for uh, out of our sessions together, you know, whether it's weight loss, just feeling better, if you're training for a certain event. Um, So I'll kind of get to know you. We'll go through some assessments, some fitness assessments, kind of, you know, test your strength, mobility, flexibility, range of motion. Um, One of the things we use for that, that actually, um, when it colleagues Laura does, she does the functional movement screen. So I don't know if anybody knows of Great Cook, um, we do that functional movement screen. Hmm. Um, So it kind of gives us an idea where everybody's at. Nice. Mm-hmm. So it's obvious you like what you do. I love it. Okay. <laughs> so what do you like best? Oh, that's hard to say. Um, I mean, I just love every aspect of this industry. Every person I meet with is different. There's always something new to learn about it. There's always new ways of doing things, you know, new modalities. Uh, the stretch therapy for me is pretty new and fun. So I love that. And, you know, and everybody who tries it out ends up loving it because it feels so good. <laughs> so any plans on adding any other services in the future? Um, I do have the massage. I'm in school right now for that. So as soon as I get my license for that, I'll be adding in massage services as well. So, you're so just... you need guinea pigs for that, right? Don't you have to have so many pe- <laughs> people volunteer to get so many hours? I know. Right. I'm sure. I already I... called Dick. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I will. I do need guinea pigs eventually. You'll have lots of friends. Once I get to clinic hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it sounds like you have your hands in a lot of different aspects of the health and fitness world. Very similar to uh, my next guest, John Wilfert here. And um, John is the owner of... Uh, JW Companies Smoothie Factory. I love to say this name, by the way. Buns and Guns, <laughs> SF Nation, and JW Fitness and Consulting. So, John, you actually attended uh, the Washington State University, where you earned your bachelor's degree in science and physical education, and your master's in education in athletic and sport administration. Safe wow, you did say. your homework on me. Wow, that's a lot. of. Can you say that all in one sentence? I can. You want me to say it again? No, I don't. Okay. That's fine. Um, <laughs> it's safe to say you've probably known you wanted to be in this industry for pretty much the majority of your life. So what sparked that passion? Well, I'll tell you, when I was a kid growing up, I enjoyed sports and I loved it so much. I was actually a basketball player. So I actually, when I was a sophomore, I believe in high school, one of my basketball coaches took me to hear John Wooten, Morgan Wooten, some of the famous basketball coaches. And I knew from that point on that I wanted to be in the sports, health, fitness, nutrition world. And I was very fortunate. I got to work for some great people throughout my career and learn a lot from some of the great mentors and and um, I got to travel around the country and got to hear great guys like John Wooden and Bill Self and a lot of guys speak and talk and and nice. then lately I've been uh, more in the leadership thing and I've studied under John Maxwell and Tom Thomas and some of the leadership guys that work with top Fortune 500 companies so it's been really a great ride for me and I love it I've I've been I've been in this industry forever and I would never change anything about it I just love it so much helping people and watching people grow and be successful especially in health fitness and sports. In fact, you used to be a director of intercollegiate athletics, correct? That is correct. Yes, So I was. we went from a director of intercollegiate athletics to an entrepreneur. Well, actually, we took a little 
best spot in between there, and I became the president and CEO of the YMCA's for West Texas. So I don't know if, if you researched that part, but yeah, they brought me in to start some youth football programs. So we partnered with the NFL and we uh, worked with the NFL on a couple of programs. I got to go to Canton, Ohio, and they flew us in for uh, a couple of weeks there, and we actually got to uh, see the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It was an unbelievable experience. But yeah, they brought me in to run the YMCA's and start some youth programs with them and work partnership with them. That is wonderful. So tell me, what made you just say, okay, I'm going to, you know, quit this safe and steady job that I have over here with benefits and all of this other stuff too. Yes. I'm just going to dive off the deep end and open up my own stores. Well, it's, it's, I've always wanted to work for myself and I'm figuring sometimes when you're in sports and coaching and doing all that kind of stuff, you're putting in 16, sometimes 18 hours a day. And sometimes you just say, you know what, what if I just was able to do this for myself and I can control my time and there's something about quality of life and just being able to do the things that you want to do. And I've always believed in helping people. And so it was an easy transition transition and something I've always wanted to do. But yeah, so I'm pretty much my own boss and that's something I really enjoy. So yeah, um, all the shots. Yeah. The I mean, it's great when you're president and CEO of companies and stuff like that. But when you run your own company, there's just something more about it. So I think you're not wo- ever worried about putting in hours or anything like that. You know, this being in the profession you're in, you get to be your own boss. You don't care how much you work. You just care about do you love it and are you passionate about it? And I tell people all the time, you got to figure out, we call it the three P's of life. You got to figure out your purpose of life and who you are and what you stand for and what you believe in. You got to follow it with your passion. Every day you have a learning to get better every day at something. And so take your purpose of life, follow with your passion and you will create pleasure of life. Love that. Three P's. I'm going to steal that and I'm going to um, recite that to my office staff. So that they- right I'm sure we got it. I'm also a life coach. I'm sure we've got some other things out there that we'll be more than glad to share with you. you we use a lot of acronyms, but yes, purpose of life followed by passion it. will create pleasure. So you don't have to sell me on Smoothie Factory. You know, I. I uh, you're I, a regular. I, yes, I believe not only are you a regular on the smoothies, but I believe the juicing has also become part, juicing, of your, juicing, part of your part of your repertoire too as well. So, so, and juicing, as you know, is so great because one, it's a lot of nutrients in a small amount. So people don't exactly. realize how much, you know, you can put in a small 16 ounce juice. It's like, actually, really, you'd have to eat almost like I forget the exact numbers, but like up two pounds of spinach and kale and stuff like that. Nobody wants to be able to do that. So juicing is a great way to, yeah, <laughs> to get and, and most people are not all about the, the, the really gre- lean, greasy types of uh, vegetables right. and things like that. So juicing is a great way to get your kale, your spinach, your beets, your carrots and things like that into your diet. So well, I think we all need that. They say five to seven servings a day, and I don't know how many people are able to do that. Uh, I don't know many unless they are <coughs> juicing, but... There may be some of our listeners out there that don't know what Smoothie Factory is. Well, so let's tell why them. Why don't you tell us what is Smoothie Factory? Smoothie Factory, let me tell you a little bit about Smoothie Factory is actually founded. I'm a franchisee, so I own two of them here in the uh, Tucson area, and then I own some in Texas as well. Um, it was founded by a guy by the name of James Villasano. He was an Olympic athlete and was on the Olympic team, and he believed in putting the best nutrients in his body. He was obviously training for the Olympics. He, he never won a gold, but he did win a silver medal in the Olympics. And one of the things was getting the right nutrition in your body, both before and during and after your workouts is vitally important. And so he created Smoothie Factory. We don't use any additives or preservatives. So we're a little bit
bit different than a lot of the other smoothie places in town because we are just strictly about nutrition. In some places, they like to add a lot of sherbets or, or sugars or things like that. That's not our style. Our style is more about the nutritional aspects of it. And that comes from our founder who, like I said, believed in making sure you got the protein in your body after your workout and everything else like that. So we do a lot of different varieties of things. One of the things that we do is obviously smoothies, which is in our name, but we also do the juicing, the detoxes, the cleansing, all of that kind of stuff. We have Froyo, we have protein waffles, we have nutritional supplements. We also have cafe and we do wraps, flatbreads and salads too at our, at our location down by the University of Arizona. So it's almost like a one-stop shop because that is the one that I go to because, you know, that is right where my office is. I know. Um, but so to me, I've seen a large rise in the smoothie um, consumer and the businesses that are, are going out there. What sets Smoothie Factory apart from, let's say, your competitors? Well, I think what really sets us apart, again, is more the nutritional aspect. And I think you're seeing more and more people now paying attention to labels and looking at things, and they're paying attention to their sugar intakes, and they're paying attention to their macros, their protein, their fats, their carbs. And I think just recently, within the last three to five years, you've seen tons of Instagram pages pop up with fitness and health and wellness exactly. and all those type of things. And I don't think the craze is going to go away. More people want to feel better, act better, do better with their lives. And, and nutrition is a vital part of that. And so what sets us apart is we don't use pastes and purees and concentrates like a lot of the other smoothie places in town. We're more natural and more healthy. And we want to make sure we can have like 35 different boosts that we can. Now, obviously, you can put protein in there, but you can put spirulina or bee pollen or fiber or glutamine or creatine. And people don't know what all those things are, but spirulina is what they actually give third world countries that are malnutritioned. There's over 120 organic nutritional aspects to spirulina. It's a blue-green algae, and it kills the bad bacteria, but also helps the good bacteria in your body, and it keeps you healthy and well. And it, obviously, one thing that I tell customers when they come in our store is it's going to turn your drink extremely green, but the, the taste factor is not going to have that much of an effect, effect to it, but it's going to definitely turn it green. Spirulina is one of the most dense populated ingredients that you can actually take for your body's nutrients. See, that's something I did not, I learned something today. I well, it's too. good. We have a saying at Smoothie Factory, learn, grow, and develop every day. Learn a new fact, learn something new, grow as a person, help people, and develop skills and traits so you can go out and pass them on. Agreed, 100%. So, you just mentioned Smoothie Factory has so many different options for consumers. Why would somebody want to come to your store, and who's your typical client? Well, we, our typical client can be almost anybody. I think, you know, now that everybody kind of wants to feel better and everybody's kind of on the health and fitness thing. I think our client has changed. I mean, we used to be, you know, a health and fitness, but everybody kind of now wants to feel better, eat better and take care of their body. So I think our client now is anybody from any age, basically. And I think you'll see that maybe the acai bowls that we provide, those seem to be typically more of a female type of, of a clientele base. But and the juicing is it was more female, but I, there's a lot more guys now that seem to be juicing. Now, really? a lot of the guy. Yeah. Yeah, a lot more guys are juicing. I think they've learned from their mother that they need their vegetables and they don't want to sit there and eat them all day long. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's part of it. I don't know. If you give my son something that's green to drink, I'm pretty sure he'll just be like, um, no thanks. Yeah, that's why you can... Uh, 
color coordinate it and put it in a different cup. And so that's why I say spirulina is definitely going to turn it green. So if you're trying to trick him, that's not the one. You need some of those uh, different uh, colored straws that as it gets cold and activated, it turns blue. So there you go. That's what you really, that's a good idea. I'm just saying, you know, or, you know, something that changes or activates so that way they're like oh i'm drinking something blue yay that's yummy versus there's something green going in my body yeah it's green. too healthy no <laughs> healthy is not bad no, though i'm, I'm just, telling I'm you there's way to make there's ways to make things that are not only healthy but also taste good and that's what that's what it's all about really so you might notice both of you are in the health and fitness industry and we are in january um I know a ton of people that have set resolutions and oh, New Year's yes. goals and just trying to get there. So this time of the year, I, I think that's when everybody d- does this. Um, but I see that it drops off quite a bit, usually at the end of February or March, because people just don't keep the routine right, up. Exactly. So how do you help people follow this routine throughout the whole year? How can you make sure that that happens? Well, we have a thing on, I also, I, I train athletes and work with athletes a lot, just like Becky too, as well. It's willpower versus habits. And we sit down and we talk to them about creating habits for your life. Willpower is the person that goes to the gym for the New Year's resolution. They go to the gym, they start working out, they start getting sore, it starts hurt a little bit, and then all of a sudden they get distracted and then they don't go or something like that. Habits are people and anytime you want to be successful, and I learned this from a lot of successful uh, business leaders and, and motivators, is anytime you want to be successful, you create habits for your body. And if you can train your body, your mind will follow. So it's all about creating habits. So habit, we, I have a word called habit it, and I know it's not a real word, but you want to habit sounds it. like halibut. Yeah, but it's habit it. I know. <laughs> and if you've ever gone through any of my motivational things or anything like that, you've heard that word. But one of the things you want to do is you want to create habits. And if you can start out by trying to make Make sure that every day for 21 days you go at the same time in the same place to the same gym, do the same thing, and you get in a routine, you have a better success rate for being able to overcome that New Year's resolution dropout that we talk about. So willpower obviously will never get you where you want to go, but habits will get you where you want to go. Going to be a New Year's Eve dropout. How about you, (laughs) Becky? How do you help people continue to stay on that path? I mean, obviously, I'm sure you probably find people come in a little bit more this time of the year trying to get health and get fitness. That's their goal. Um, But how can you help them stay on that path? Yeah, definitely. Um, We do see a rise in the fitness industry this time of year. Um, I know for me personally, it helps, you know, when you have an appointment with a trainer and you have to be there, it helps you get there and be there. Um, Being a trainer, I can hold you accountable. Um, I don't just talk to you when we're in the gym together. You know, part of my job is also I'll send you texts you know, every couple of days, hey, how are you feeling? Hey, are you still doing this? Are you doing that? Or how's the, how's the nutrition plan going? You know, I'll check in and see how things are going. Uh, so it helps hold you accountable. Okay, so you actually, you, you you take it a step further. You don't just talk to them in the gym. You actually say, hey, I'm going to text you. Yep. What's going on? <laughs> do, you, do you actually go to their house and knock on the door and say, hey, you missed your appointment today? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're not taking it a step too far. I just wanted to know. I don't go quite that far. But, uh, yeah, you will definitely hear from me outside of our training sessions. Okay, so I have to admit, I don't really go to the gym that much. Um, I find gyms kind of intimidating. Mm-hmm. I feel like people judge me a little bit, so I try to find ways for for me to work out on my own. I do biking and cycling and things of that nature. But I'm sure I can't be the only one that feels that way. Um, what benefits could I expect if I were to say, no, I, I want to get into a gym and I want to work with a personal trainer? What's in it for me? 
So if you come to our gym and start a movement personal training, that's the great thing. We're not a large gym. Nobody's working out on their own. Everyone there is working with a trainer. Oh, okay. Uh, so no one there is going to be sitting, looking around, judging you. Um, everybody's there for different the reasons. staring at you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's multi- we have a few different trainers there. So, you know, sometimes there's athletes there. There's, you know, elderly people there who are just coming in for more like rehab type things as well. Um, so we got all ends of the spectrum. Um, and then there's just, you know, everybody who just wants to feel good in their everyday life. So no one's there to judge and everyone's working out with their trainer. So that's actually a good point. There are so many different types of gyms that are out there. I mean, you've got your CrossFit, you've got boxing, you've got your traditional, you've got your type of gym. What would you say, you, how do you find that fit that fits your gym? Like, how do you know that this is the gym that you should be at? You just got to try them out. Um, you know, most places they do offer free consultations. So go there, see the gym, talk to the trainer, you know, make sure it's a good fit for you. Um, you know, I'll never pressure anyone into it. I'll say here, this is what we offer. This is the gym. If it works for you, great. You know, I hope to see everybody back. But if it's not a good fit for someone, you know, I'm not going to pressure them into it. You know, just try to find out what works best for you as a person. Tell us a little bit about your gym. What's the name? Where is it at? Where is it located? What do you do? Yeah, so it's called Start a Movement Personal Training. Um, you know, it kind of got its name because that's what we focus on is movement. Um, and then, you know, my mentor, Jamie, that's what he likes to do is mentor younger trainers like me, you know, help them grow and just be great trainers. Uh, so that's how it got its name. Okay. Um, our gym is very open. It's very long. Um, we do have a turf that runs the length of it. Um, and we have a lot of functional equipment. So we have a functional trainer. We have a big cable crossover. Um, we have the kettlebells, the dumbbells. Oh, the I hate the kettlebells. <laughs> the slide board, like I mentioned. We do have a little corner where we do some boxing. Um, and then we also do, since me and him both do the stretch therapy, we do have a stretching platform and an area to do all of that as well. So you mentioned that there's some elderly people coming in to, to kind of do more. It almost sounded like a physical therapy. Do you guys have physical therapy there too? Or is it just more of like the physical, like the personal training, doing movements and helping them build no. strength? It's just a personal training. Okay. Um, everyone, sometimes we see clients that have been to physical therapy and now they have been cleared to, you know, do, to do more right. um, and, you know, continue what they've kind of been doing in therapy, but they're given homework on their own, but they want some help with it. Um, so they come see us after. After that, but they do have to be cleared by their therapist beforehand. That is really good to know. So, obviously, you do a lot in the gym. Do you ever do anything that's maybe outside the gym with your clients? Like we are in Tucson, and it is gorgeous <laughs> yes, through a lot right. of the time out this year. Or do you focus mainly just in the gym? Um, it's mostly just been in the gym. There have been times where I've you know I've taken it outside. We do have some outdoor space at the gym that we can use. We have tires that we flip and pull and. Oh my goodness! That sounds like fun, doesn't it, Jamie? We might have to get Jamie on that flipping, or maybe the pulling. I, I'm thinking that I will be crushed by this gigantic tire like that little mouse that gets stuck yeah. over I need to see my arms and my leg like in the, the Wicked Witch and the Wizard of Oz I'm that's only if you quit halfway through Jamie that's the only way the tire comes back on you I'm just picturing these images going I'm there's no way <laughs> you all just don't know how klutzy that I am but I gotta get I gotta get a little bit 
less klutzy, I guess. Well, I can help you with that. I think (laughs) I know somebody that can help you out. There you (laughs) go. There's all about functional training. I've been to Becky's gym, and it's all about functional training. And I'll tell you, they do a phenomenal job. It's not the normal, typical gym that you're going to go in and see a lot of bodybuilding and that type of thing. But everybody needs functional training. You don't realize the balance, coordination, the different types of things that that you need as you get older, especially for people that are in their retirement years. They fall over and break hips and things like that. So the more that they can have stabilizing muscles and the more that they can also work on their balance and coordination, the better off they're going to be from avoiding injury later in life. I just now realized the type of training that I need to do, Mark, is called functional training. It's called balancing, keeping my cores. We have lots of great obstacles at I the think gym to help There's you a lot that. of opportunity out there for you, Jamie. I'm thinking there's a lot of opportunity. But back to your question earlier, too. You know, people need to understand it's not always about going to the gym. Like you said, you bike, you cycle, you do those things. It doesn't matter what you do as long as you're active and out there. When we worked with the NFL, we had a thing called Play 60, and we wanted to make sure that uh, we got every kid out there doing activity. And we didn't care what it was as long as they were active for 60 minutes minutes. And that's what it is. People just need to understand. It doesn't matter. You don't have to go to the gym to be in shape or do anything. You can bike, you can run, you can walk, you can hike, you can do sports. You can just go out and play with your kid in the yard. It doesn't really matter what you do. You can do lots of different things. And that's what we want to teach people is, you know, to be active is the most important thing. So you just actually put a time limit on it. Is there really something out there that says it's 60 minutes a day is going to That was what the research said. And that I don't know, I was not involved with the NFL when they did that part of it. But that's what they do and that's how their program set up so I don't know the specifics of how they came up with that but we did implement that and some of our things that we did at the YMCA when I was president in the YMCA so I'm gonna bring up a, a pretty good like in my point I have a teenager so yay yes. he's pretty much plopped in front of the video games or his TV although we have got him into to cycling lately and skateboarding so that's good how do you motivate teenagers to get out and do stuff versus just being in front of the TV, doing that searching, doing the video games, because they get that. And and here's the thing. When you're doing a video game, you get that instantaneous, like that burst of serotonin that's like, oh, yes. I, just, I just beat this. How do you get that to show in something like doing a cycling or, or something of that nature? How do you promote that? Well, I'll go ahead and answer, and then Becky can jump in. But I think anytime you can start with competitions and small little achievements for your kids, it's a great way. The other thing, as a parent, though, you can control certain things. And, oh, why I do. And, and <laughs> you can actually be in control of what they do, and they, you can use it as a reward. If they'll go out and play for a certain amount of time, then they get rewarded with video games. You don't let them play video games and then try to tell them to go outside and play. So it's how you set things up. But back to your original point the thing is is what you want to do is you want to make it a competition where they can actually succeed and win and maybe you say hey today we're going to go outside and you and I are going to do push-ups or play frisbee or play golf or football or whatever you want to do with your kid just get them out there and be active with them and if they do that with you for 15 or 20 minutes or maybe you have a little challenge Amy and your son you can go out there and have a little sprint race Oh, God, no. I, or how about a skateboard down the park race? Are you trying to break my neck? I thought I was just trying to make sure you, you could capitalize on your insurance policy that you already sold did, yourself. Didn't you hear me say that I am a klutz? Put me on a skateboard. Hello. Hey, bicycle. You said you did cycling. I do now. cycling. I do cycling, and, and that's probably, and we, we've actually, we don't do road cycling. We do mountain cycling, so that's something that's a little bit um, fun and challenging. Um, but I, I do like the idea of making it some type of game. 
And I think, in my opinion, where some parents kind of lack is they don't go out there and do it with their, their children. And they're just like, just go out and do that. And then to, so they can go on and do their own things. I think it's very important that we set that standard with them and, and go out there and active. Yep. One of the things we even had when I was at the YMCA that we created was a uh, stretch and stroller program where moms with, that just had, had babies would come and we would actually have a little obstacle course and they'd push their babies around in their in their strollers and they'd get a little bit of workout in and we'd have a yoga structure and they'd do some stretching and things like that. So there's multitudes of ways of being able to be physically active and you can't use your kids either as an excuse or anything like that. There's always a way and if there's a will, there's a way to make it happen. And that's what people need to understand is instead of coming up with an excuse, let's come up with a solution to the problem. Absolutely. And, and Becky, what, what would you say to, to the parents out there that are trying to struggle to get their, you know, teenage sons out or daughters from out from behind that television set, out from behind their phone, out from behind, you know, just like, oh, I'm going to go over to my friend's house. Because once they go over to their friend's house, they're doing the exact same thing oh, yeah, that they definitely. would have been doing here. You it's know, over at that it's point. Over <laughs> at that point. So what would you say? What are some suggestions that you have to our, our families out there? Well, I definitely say as a parent, yeah, get out there with your children. I know my dad did that exact thing. He, you know, he said, nope, we're going down to the park. We're going to go skating. And, you know, he got me out there and doing it. Um, I know for me, I know I like to make it a competition. I know in the past I've had, you know, I had an 11 year old. She came in with her dad for training all the time. You just have to make it a game. So I'd have him play games. It was the greatest thing in the world for her when she beat her dad. And <laughs> everybody loves when they can beat their parent for the first time. Oh my goodness. Yes, everybody. Yes. I'm, I'm yeah, of course. Brandon, um, he, he can easily beat me at cycling because he has, you know, just the core strength and the leg muscle that I currently do not possess. Because Until you go see Becky and then you will possess and that. So <laughs> just give it a little bit of time. That, and people don't understand. A little bit of training with a little bit of work and a routine and a habit and you can create a lot of things in life. Exactly, exactly. Well, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Connecting Tucson with Jamie, presented by Farmers Insurance, my agency, the Jamie Overturf Insurance Agency, LLC. Uh, we focus on both commercial insurance, life insurance, personal lines insurance. Uh, so please feel free to give us a call should you ever need anything. Um, if you are a small business owner or involved in the community project and you would like to be featured on the show, please feel free to also give me a call at 520-293-290. I would love to get to know you a little bit about what you do and what you can do for the Tucson community here. All of my information is up on Tucson Business Radio X, um, and I look forward to speaking with you. Um, we are going to continue our conversation about the health and fitness world here in January for everybody's New Year's resolutions out there. Um, and Becky, we were talking about the different types of gyms, but before we go on any further, what does success look like for you? specifically as a business owner, one, and then success for a client. So for me as a business owner, success for me is seeing my clients meet their goals, you know, achieve everything they want to um, out of their sessions with me and just in everyday life, you know. Um, I like to, you know, personal trainer, it is personal, you know, you're part of their almost everyday lives and, you know, they talk to you and tell you what they're doing. So I always like to hear how they're succeeding. Um, and so for me, it's great to hear that. Um, That's good. For, and what, what about for your business? For, for my business, um, you know, I just, you know, want to create, you know, rapport with my clients. I want to build a great, you know, business for the clients to feel safe to come to, to work out and train with me. 
Um, and as long as I can do that, you know, that's all I want. You know, it's not about the money and which is a big factor for a lot of people, but I just want to, you know, everybody feel safe and have fun when they come train with me. That's good. John, I'm going to ask you the same question. Let's do that, but let me do this first. Let me just brag on Becky just a little bit because Ooh, I, I will love tell you. Let me tell you, I am, I've known Becky and she's obviously one of our brand ambassadors and been with us for a little while, but Becky really does care about people. And so if you are out there and you want a personal trainer that really will connect with you and care about you and help you succeed in so many different aspects of your life, Becky's there for you and she'll always be there and she is not driven by money she is driven by helping and supporting and encouraging people in their journey to success well, thank you John that was a wonderful shout out I'm a, I'm tearing up over here well that's good every once in a while I can do that kind of thing not very often don't count don't count them not too often well, I'll take right. it <laughs> I would take it too. what a beautiful endorsement alright John you're up I what does success I, look like for you as a business well, owner well I'm the same way as Becky yeah, I think I got into this. You don't get into business. Sometimes you get into to make money, but you get into help people. And I think at the bottom, at the end of the day, it's are you helping people? Are you contributing to society? And what are you doing to grow the betterment of the community? And I think that's always a thing. And I've been involved in a lot of different things. Um, I've served on as many as 29 different boards in the community. So I'm all about the community, but I'm also about each individual person. And I want to see the people that come into our stores learn, grow, develop, and be able to go out and help others. We have a saying that when you become part of our team, it's part of team. When you play athletics, it goes like this. It goes together, everyone achieves more. But when you become part of our team, we are here to teach and educate you about the health, fitness, and wellness industry. We are here, E stands for, we want to encourage and support you along your journey of life in the, in the industry so that we can be there to build you up and support you. There's too many people in this industry, in the health and fitness, and even in the sports industry that want to tear people down. They'd rather tell you the things that they can't do or they want to be energy sappers instead of energy givers and we want to be out there and encouraging and supporting a we're going to hold you accountable to the things that you tell us you want to reach your goals your aspirations your dreams we're going to hold you accountable and then m stands for we want to be able to mentor you so that you can go out and mentor other people there's nothing greater than for us to sit down with you do some consultation teach you about health wellness and fitness and then you go out and teach your kids or somebody else and we just grow paying our kingdom forward. paying it forward and growing the kingdom of helping people and that's what it's all about so that's what our team stands for when you ask that that's kind of what our little saying a slogan is i always have kind of little slogans that i give out there so people can remember but you know like i said basically teach and educate encourage and support accountability and mentor wonderful so becky i'm going to come back to you so as a personal trainer you had mentioned that you originally do an initial consultation to try to find out somebody's goals walk me through what is it that you're looking for when you're trying to take on a client and have you ever said that hey there might be a different trainer out there that might fit you better for what you're needing and how does that work um so when they come in i basically you know i find out exactly what they're looking for like do you want weight loss do you have an injury trying to rehab do you uh, just want to feel better uh, is there something you know going on do you just you know i just find out what do they want um if they're training for a specific event that they want to get in shape for um so i just kind of get to know them get to know them as a person as well you know find out what kind of job they do it could can be contributing to any you know problems they might be having stress Stress. Stress. <laughs> stress. Stress is a big one. Stress. Being a parent, stress, <laughs> yeah, all that exactly. stuff. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, and if, you know, if that's going well, you know, you just got to kind of feel it out and you see how we get along. Uh, 
you know, from there, you know, I'll take them through some assessments to see, you know, if there's any problem areas we need to work on. I'm a big believer in, you know, all the muscles should work together. So I'm not isolating any single muscle at this point, just trying to see how the body, their body moves. Um, you know, and sometimes it comes down to, you know, what this isn't for them. This isn't how they want to do it. So then I do have people I can refer them to um, that I trust that are great trainers. They just might do it a different way. That's it. That's a great point. And I, I, I find sometimes people don't realize that they might not be the right fit for that person that they're trying to help. And to have people that you can lean on, I think, is a good thing. Um, as a local business owner, there's sometimes that I can't help people with insurance. So I have some people that I can refer to. But I do find that Tucson is a bit unique in doing business with. Um, specifically, like you said, people want to get to know you before they'll work with you or before right. they'll do business with you. They want to make sure that they're the right fit. And that's kind of what I find very charming and unique about Tucson. And I love doing business here because that's that's what I like to do. I like to get to know John and I like to get to know Becky and I like to get to know Mark. I keep bringing him in on this one. Um, for you specifically, what do you like about doing business in Tucson? Is there something that you find unique about Tucson that you might not find back in, you know, Green, Green Bay? Bay. Yeah. <laughs> we, won't say, we won't say that too loud. Just say, is there, is there a different mentality, do you think? Uh, I guess it's really hard to say because when I was working back in Green Bay, I was more working for someone else, not for myself. Um, and then I was also more in the vet tech world um, at that point, working with the animals and that. Um, but I feel like, you know, I feel like it'd be pretty similar. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. How about you, John? Do you, yeah, I, I know you've got businesses in Texas and here. Is there a difference between the businesses in Texas versus here with the, your clientele? A little bit, but I do believe, like you were talking about earlier, I think that there's a lot of people in Tucson that want to connect the dots and get to know you before they do business with you. And I think that's wonderful. I'm glad. I'm happy because I want to have a connection with people. And I think that's the only way you can truly grow in anything that you do is you build relationships. And all relationships start by having certain points that you can connect on. And, and when you you do that then you build a bond and once the bond gets built then there's a lot of trust that goes into that and I think that's how a lot of people in Tucson do their business so I think just a matter of fact of building bonds and building trust with people is, is vitally important I see it in other states too but I definitely see it here in Tucson so uh, this leads me to a very good question specifically for you because as I walk into your <coughs> store let's just say I know nothing about smoothie factory and I'm looking at all of the things that you can order right from smoothies and it to can be juices, intimidating it can be, be very, very intimidating. intimidating. I might be the type of person that, <clears throat> in order to not look like I don't know what I'm doing, just go up there and order something, and it might not be something that I need. Right. So how do you make that personal connection with you know those people that are there? How do you? Get well, them we to do get a little bit you? of training with our staff, and our staff is very, very good at open asking open-ended questions about why are you here, what can we do. We even have a menu up there that just shows the fruits and vegetables, and you can pick and choose what you want. So what we do is we really try to train and teach our staff so that they can work to help you get what you want. So it's not as intimidating when you walk in there because it is, there's a lot of product in there. There's a, if you've not been into a supplement store,
for or know anything about health and fitness, it might be intimidating. But our staff is very caring. Every person that we have goes through at least 15 hours of interviews and learning about product and everything else like that before they get hired. So they are very knowledgeable and they're very willing to help people. And everybody, if you had one subject to talk about, everybody would talk about themselves. So they will be glad to tell you about themselves and what they want most of the time if you can just bring it out of them. That's the key is to bring it out of them. So I'm just going to leave my decision making to the professionals when I go in next time and be like, this is what I need. I'm feeling a little sluggish. They will be glad to help you. (laughs) They will give you some energy. And and just like that, there's a lot of people that come to our store that are sluggish and they're like, well, I want caffeine. That's what I'm used to. Well, there's actually complex carbohydrates that are just as good that don't have a crash like caffeine. And so it's just a matter of, and like I tell our staff all the time, I'm like, just educate the people. Don't try to sell them on anything. And we don't ever try to sell anything. We just want to provide you with the education so you can make a good decision. And I find an educated person will make a good decision regardless, because even if they choose something that's not right for them versus something that is right for them, at least they know the difference. Between they know the, the difference and they made the choice. It's not exactly. us forcing it on them. It's exactly. that's, that's really the way it works in the world. And that's one of the things I've learned from a lot of great leaders is just about leading people to what they want and giving them and providing them with the information so they can make their own decision. And if you do that, people will love you for it. If you try to sell them something and do the used car sales approach on people, people are not going to want that. I don't find people really... Um I guess go for that. Used and let me car say this. Sales. I love, I love a lot of used car. I have a lot of used car salesmen. I'm sure I'm going to hear about this. So that's not the case. It's the you normal guy that's trying to. You can find his links on yeah, exactly. Business Radio so, X. Yeah. And then I have a lot of them directly. that come into my store. So, and they are very wonderful guys. They don't push. They are doing the same thing that we are doing, but they just got a bad rap in general. The, the name, the, the name of it. I, I know what a bad rap sometimes is. Nobody really wants to talk insurance. Yeah. So. Nobody ever wants to talk insurance. <laughs> but do the they? only time you want to talk insurance is when you need, need it. it and that's not it's the time late. you should be finding out about what you have versus what you don't have just putting that plug in for myself oh you should and i'll <laughs> tell you i agree with you that this problem is too many people wait to the last minute and then they need yeah. it and then they're desperate and they make bad decisions it's the same thing with your health if you take care of yourself in your, your early years later in life you're not going to have a lot of the problems now it's not to say that you're not going to have any problems but you can prevent a lot of things with the proper nutrition the proper workouts and just taking care of yourself stress is a big problem too and we deal with with it a lot with a lot of people and it's because they can't get into a cycle they can't get into a habit they don't get enough sleep they have kids running around they're up all night they're stressed out they have to learn how to control their mind and when you can do that then you can definitely alleviate some of the stress that and is a great point that you bring up for stress so as business owners, I can tell you that's probably one of our number one things that we have is stress. We have stress about how we're going to pay our bills, bills what's yes. the health care, <laughs> yes. do I have enough money to right. put food on the table this month, yes. you, know, I, you know, where am I going to get all of this from? What do you do, Becky, to decompress or just kind of make sure that you're not jumping off that little cliff like the lemming going after <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, for me, it's definitely, you know, staying busy, so I don't think about it too much. Uh, you don't want to drill on it, <laughs> no. that's for sure. No, um, I know definitely, you know, I you know, I get lost in my TV shows. I like to hang out with my friends. You know, I make sure I still get in all my workouts. Because you, you work know. out every day. I mean, you're at the gym. So for she me, she gets paid work, to work I, out. I now, is that fair to life, really? When you're a trainer, you get paid to work out. That is true. Yeah. But that does help. I, so what else do you do? Is there any, what hobbies do you enjoy doing? Um, so for me, I have a dog and he's very active. So it kind of forces oh, yeah. me what to be a little dog? more active. He's, he's a yellow lab. So Aww. even Next though time you're going to have to show me pictures. I will. Yeah. Even though he's older, he's still a 
ball of energy so he they're can always force puppies. Me to get out. Every single dog, <laughs> no matter how old they are, they're always a puppy at heart. They are. Oh yeah, so definitely. And they're they're your kids. How about you, John? What do you do to decompress? Well, or a lot de-stress? of times decompressing, and, and I'm very fortunate. I love what I do. So there's, I mean, yes, there's there's stress of paying the bills and things like that. But when you're passionate about something and you love it as much as I do, there's not as much stress on it. Yeah, you got to pay your bills, but creating habits again, like I talked about earlier, the more habits you can formulate in your life, the less stress you're going to have. And we have a saying with one of our companies, um, which is SF Nation, which stands for Sports and Fitness Nation, a nation of people coming together to help people within the sports and fitness world to build them up and one of the sayings on the back of all of our shirts is fuel your body fuel your body with the right nutrients the right people the right environment and when you start doing that good things are going to start to happen if you have yourself surrounded you're like the five most people that you hang out with the most so if you think right now of the people that you hang out the most with and if they're not what you want to be like then you might need to look at maybe possibly finding some new friends but I'm trying to think of, yeah I, so I, I there's, hang out with my 15 year old well, and my husband when you when you're an ad- when you're a parent, it's a little bit different. But the five adults that you hang out the most with. But you want to always fuel your body. We have a saying that says, "Inspire others, live a life that's inspiring." Because it doesn't matter how much money you make at the end of the world. It matters how many lives you touch and what you're able to do with your life to help and influence others to help them. And then the third thing is ignite your passion. Whatever your passion is in life, go after it and fuel it to the best of your abilities every day. And the last thing that we have, and I think we do a lot of this with my life coaching and the athletes that we train and things like that is own the day. Don't let the day own you. Figure out what's important, the priorities of life. Sit down, prioritize what do. prioritize what's important and make it happen and make sure that if it's an A-list thing, it gets done. If it's a B or C list, maybe it waits till the next day. But people get into a stress panic mode when they don't have a plan of attack. And so that's what happens. You have to figure out a way to create a plan of attack and you have to own the day and not let the day own you. I 100% agree with that. And actually, you brought up a good point. You, Most people know you have smoothies and juices, but you have a clothing line, too, and another company called buns and guns yes i okay, do so buns and guns all right i will i will yes i will talk about that i'm picturing like what was that charlie's angels like yes. buns and guns type <laughs> things is, the three it, we have a couple clothing lines one of them i just mentioned was sf nation sports and fitness nation a nation of people coming together to help people within the sports we also have buns and guns it's more about people that are all about gym time and everything else every company that we have has to have a purpose and a mission and one of the missions and purposes of buns and guns is we give back part of our proceeds to the military and so some of the things that we do with that company is we just donate part of our proceeds back to the military i never personally served in the military but my dad my uncle and everybody else so i have a passion for it too as well and it is a it's a little bit more of an out there type of company we have wild crazy colors we have sayings like built by squats and we have (laughs) pop till it squats and we have we don't know about cardio and we have lots of different funny sayings you want to do some squats (laughs) mark's over there going oh I don't know about this (laughs) but um, it's out there for a little bit and it's just a fun energetic company that is passionate about you know basically people that really want to show off their buns and guns and have spent some time in the gym doing that wonderful well we are nearing the end of our hour believe it or not oh my gosh how do we do that wow but fast (laughs) it does it does it goes by fast when you're having fun so there's two things that I do want to point out John you've been so gracious enough to bring some flyers and some free samples and some goodies here so if anybody's listening 
listening or comes to the podcast in the next month, please come by Stuart Heidel Studios and there'll be some free smoothies here on behalf of Smoothie Factory and John. Yes, we want to thank everybody, especially you, Jamie and Mark, for hosting us here and everything else like that. Stuart Title is great. They're actually going to be doing my next uh, my next home. And so I am Ooh, happy about that. So nice. and uh, Jamie, we appreciate you. you've been very good to us and you have one of my policies with insurance and I appreciate that. You've been very good to <laughs> he us likes too. He to plug everybody, doesn't he? I'm just going to bring him on every single <laughs> one of my shows. I don't know about that. <laughs> but on I only can plug show. the people that are in my life that I'm connected <laughs> to. So go. that's all I can do. But so, um, I'll tell you, yeah, there's some coupons here. We have some, we actually even have a few $5 gift card coupons. So if there's some people out there, they might be want to be the first ones down here to title, title Stewart and pick those up. But there's also some juicing coupons, detoxing, and cleansing. If you want to ever try a juicing detox or cleanse too I as well. I highly recommend the juicing, but that's just me. Um, I always end the show with one question. Um, oh, trick question. Here it comes. It's not a trick question. <laughs> it's just a question I like to ask and it's uh, kind of gets to know a little bit about you. So we always hear about our successes, but what's the biggest regret that you either have in life, in business, personally, professionally? What is the biggest regret that you have? Becky. Do you want to first? That's a tough one. <laughs> you take a second to think about it. Like I said, it's one that you weren't, it, it's something I ask everybody and it doesn't have to, it can be personal. It could be, you know, professional. It could be whatever you want it to be. Um, I know for me, I think it's some of the, you know, some of the things John was talking about earlier is like, sometimes they let everyday life, you know, get down on me. I don't own my own day and go out there and just be great at it. And, you know, I'm human as well. And, you know, I have my days or Things just aren't going like well. Huddle up and on the couch <laughs> yeah. and put that blanket over yourself yeah. and sit there and click through the TV. Yeah. So that's one of my things is, you know, and then later I'm like, oh, dang, I like, you know, I wasted that day. But you know what? You just go out and do it even harder the next day. And then you just got to make it on up. I love it. I yep. love it. So. John, what about you? What's your biggest Well, regret? you know, I don't have a lot of regrets. I've lived a great life. I've loved what I've done. But I will say this. I've worked for a lot of great companies. Don't get me wrong. But I probably the biggest regret is I wished I would have become an entrepreneur and I wished I would have started my own business earlier in my career. And although I have had some unbelievable, I've worked at the National Institute of Sports and Fitness, the number one institute to work for in, in sports and fitness. I've been an athletic director. I've been a coach. I've been president of YMCs. I just kind of always thought that I've always wanted to do my own business and I wished I would have kind of started that earlier because I think I can have more of an impact on people's lives and that type of thing if I would have just been able to start a little bit earlier. True that, true that. Well, I will say that that is sad that's coming up to our hour. Um, so I will end it on something that I don't normally do. Would either of you like to ask the host a question? Oh, I'm dying to ask the host a question. You know, you know that. So here's the thing. We talk to a lot of our people. We've talked about the health and fitness thing, but there's really the physical, the emotional, the spiritual, the business aspect. What have you done to set up to make 2019 your year and the things that you want to accomplish, not only with your family, your kids, your wife, or your husband, but also what do you want to do just to make this an unbelievable year for you, Jamie. I'm glad you asked. I did get a little sidetracked on Thursday when I had an unfortunate auto accident. Heard that. <laughs> but you have the right auto insurance company for sure. And they True. jumped right in. And unlike anybody else, you got to take care of yourself. But yes. I know you care and are passionate about all of your clients. And I know you would do that exactly. for anybody. Um, I think what I have myself set up is um, I just first and foremost, I want to get healthier. I don't think I need to lose too much weight. I think I just want to get more, I guess, 
core fit, um, get my balance back, and just really go out there and make myself healthy. So I've dedicated, we're going to at least be doing you know, five to seven mile bike rides every Sunday. Good. And that's with the family. And my legs will be jelly the next day. <laughs> Probably for two or three days. That's yeah. the, that's a health and fitness yeah. aspect. But so, what about relationship wise, personal wise? Oh, let's go with one. let's go with something outside. I know it's New Year's resolution time, but let's talk about something outside of the health and fitness industry. What about a relationship? What about bonding with your kids? You were talking earlier about you know getting your kids more involved. What activities? One of the things that we said is our top one hundred things that we would like to do. I talked to my staff and my community people. What would we like to do? The top 100 things you would like to accomplish, the top five things you'd like to accomplish in 2019 outside like to, of health and fitness? Unfortunately, some of them are health and fitness because one, I want to learn to snowboard and being a klutz is really not that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you practice, you can become good at anything. So I want to learn to snowboard. Um, I do want to get out to visit my brother. We haven't seen each other in three years, so that's something that is there. So family is going to be very important. I want to see my mother at least once a month. That's going to be something. So hi, Mom. I know you're listening. I love you. Um, so that'll be something that I'll be doing, too, and just building, I guess, more of the family repertoire and getting more of the routines around the family that we haven't had in the past being a business owner and really trying to get things really consumed me for the first three years that I did this. But now that I have staff that can kind of bear that burden because they're wonderful. You do have a wonderful staff. I do. I'm going to be able to put more on them so I can go ahead and focus on some of the things that I kind of put on the back burner the last three years. And unfortunately, one of those things happened to be my family. I worked probably from dusk until dawn until midnight a few times just to make sure if we can get things afloat and provide for the family. So sure. that's probably my biggest thing. Okay. How about you? Becky. <laughs> Hi. Um, I, I, thought we, I thought we were asking no, the questions. You just took that. Yeah, you took that question and ran with it, I, I see. I did, yeah. So, hey, no. we're going to do that. I guess I'd have to go with the family thing as well. It's been a few years since I've been back home to see my family. So, and I think it's a There's good a few one. members that haven't been doing well lately, so I definitely oh, would like to get back I'm there. I'm sorry to hear that. See everybody. All right. Well, John, you asked me. What about you? I uh, have some goals. I want to build some relationships tighter with some people in my lives. And I also want to make sure that I help and train my staff so that they can learn and grow as well. And I'm starting a program with them to make sure that they are able to take steps in figuring out what they want to do. Every one of them is doing a vision board for us. And so they're starting to sit down and figure out a plan of action of what they want to do with their goals. I've never done a vision board. Okay, I've heard of this. Yes, I will tell you what, since we have a meeting next week (laughs) together, I will bring you a couple. I actually have some on my phone, but unfortunately, somebody made me turn my phone off before we started the podcast so um, yeah but anyhow so um, I'm more about just wanting to build strong relationships with community members my staff and help people grow in their own personal endeavors I love that and that's one of the things I love about you guys is you always want to help and build those connections and build those relationships and just help people in general and I think that's probably what connected me to you too um, because that's what I like to do I like to be able to help people even though it's not in the same way. I help inform them and educate them about their insurance and what their possibilities yeah, are. Yeah, but so. everybody needs insurance. It's not something, it's kind of like health and fitness. The two industries that we're in, everybody needs it and everybody needs to have good information to make good decisions so they can live a healthier, happier life and I be protected it. by the things that they have. 
I love it. Well, that is all we have time for here at the Stewart Title Studios for Connecting Tucson with Jamie. It's presented by Farmers Insurance, Jamie Overturf's agency. If you like the show, please let us know. You can get to know a little bit more about John and Becky and how to reach them by going to TucsonBusinessRadio.com and, I'm sorry, BusinessRadioX.com and click on the Connecting Tucson with Jamie. As always, don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone and make a new connection here in Tucson or anywhere in the world. Until next time, thank you for tuning in.